0: just giving you shit and uh, i decided to uh, re- get it on recording about how you know poor gms picked the critical class for the one flaky player character
1: <laughs> yeah well we can deal with that no worries i know no worries it's a,
0: it's a it's a really weak amount of shit i'm giving you but i'm still yeah it you. yeah it.
1: i appreciate that and uh yeah it, it, the solution is often uh, just put them in peril and, uh...
2: <laughs>
1: What's the answer? Uh, Lou broke. Not Lou. What was his name? What was uh, Jeff's character's name? Q.
0: Q. Oh it? Jesus, that's right. Yeah, I Q broke his arm work.
1: again. He broke his leg. He <laughs> he's he's been captured.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fucking Jeff. <laughs> uh,
1: good times, good times.
0: Yeah, I think All Jeff right. actually killed one of Backdoor's uh, sessions. Like oh saying, really? He had signed up to do the Witcher, I think, and then just completely flaked. Mm, okay. Well yeah. Yeah, we all yeah. have
1: uh different ways of yes, yes. doing things. Uh all right. Uh let's see I've heard Pete. I heard Duck. Cliff, Cliff uh, you there? went to get a
3: drink. Yeah, I'm here. There he is. Yeah. Loading up on something to drink. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I've got a, uh, another
1: Revolution Brewing Chicago pills. Nice Re- Rev pills and a frosty yep. mug. Mm-hmm. Nothing uh, ruins my, not maybe not ruins my weekend, but I go to the freezer and I'm looking for my mug and it turns out the kids have emptied the dishwasher, but put things back in the cupboard.
0: Oh, and they didn't <laughs> frost it for you.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. this time they did, or, or I caught it, but, um. These, these are my big problems. know
4: mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than it's in it, you. had it in the freezer, and then they went and took it and used it. You <laughs> used it for lemonade or something. Right.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, what
1: about you guys? Uh, Duck, how you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I'm feeling, feeling better? better today. Yep, I'm okay. feeling good today. I've got a little gin, a little infused gin with some uh, three berries and uh, a little slice of lemon, and it's delicious.
1: And and what this was a booster?
0: Yeah, my third COVID shot. I'm immunocompromised. Okay. So,
1: and does that put you up at the top of the list for that? Or, yeah, in okay. Oregon,
0: they allow, I mean, the CDC authorized it for immunocompromised people. Like, and then basically, like, um, people were asking me, How did you get the shot so fast? I'm like, Well, I was really annoying to my health. <laughs> health provider i was like hey did you see this article did you see this article I'm like well we can't do anything till the cdc approves it so immediately like i send the cdc link and then um i don't hear anything from and they're like okay we're gonna you know our hospital administration or the whole plan has to like come up with a how we're
3: gonna handle this and then like a week later i get a I was like, yeah. "Hey, we've got some doses yeah. expiring." I'm in for that. Yeah, yep. It also got me
0: out of. I was supposed to go to a, and she just, she just put the start time in there. So, like, she got back at like 10 p.m. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I felt like she. <laughs> yeah, there.
1: nice. Nice. Uh, what about you, Pete? How are you doing?
4: I'm you good. Drinking? No, nope, nothing tonight. Not even okay. an iced tea today.
5: Mm. Okay.
1: Going in uh, stone cold. Going
0: dry. dry.
1: Going dry. <laughs>
0: Did I get a snort? Oh, I, I, I win. I the first Pete, is that the first Pete snort? Because probably like, I go Jason snorts anytime I can get Jason to snort. It's, it's, a, it's The best day. That's a win. win. Yep, yeah. That's a win. <laughs> nice. So we got Pete. We got Pete A with a snorting. Okay, let's go. It was in the logbook.
1: <laughs> Mission accomplished. XP that's, for yeah, that, well, Pete. Yeah, you get XP for a snorting. A, give him
0: a mutant right.
4: point. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that I could oblige.
0: Yeah, yep, that's
4: good. But how are you doing?
6: Oh, good. Um, I have a strongbow, orange
0: blossom,
1: apple cider. <laughs> Holy
0: shit! There's a lot going on with that drink.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Digging it. I haven't had cider in a while. It's been
0: orange blossom apple cider. Hmm. That sounds pretty good, actually.
1: Where do you oh, where man. do you find something like that? Uh that
6: I local? found that's at Cole a couple years ago.
1: <laughs> at where?
6: It's at Coles. I mean not Coles, uh, Costco. Costco. No,
1: thanks.
6: Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: yeah. All right. Well, so we are Rexless tonight. Uh yeah. so just be the three PCs and uh me, your GM. Uh, so this is our first kind of real play session. And last session we did kind of our all of our setup and uh, worked on our PCs a little bit. Worked on the arc, uh, drew random mutations, uh, did some introductions, talked about your PC relationships and the PC relationships. Uh, we went over the zone map and where the arc is located within that, and some detail around the arcs. Uh, We talked about the elder in his state, some of the bosses. Uh, We identified a water source, and we talked a little bit about development levels. Um, But how about if we maybe just do a quick round the horn, and now that you've got your mutations and you finished your PCs, maybe a, a quick introduction on on who you're playing and what's notable about them what do they look like what are they into what's their mutation duck why don't you uh start us off with uh cb
0: sure yeah cb is a um he's a rather rough looking character he's he's a big guy he's got a like beat up face um and he is a dog handler so his best friend is snoop he mm-hmm. is a dog of course <laughs> um he uh loves Snoop uh with all of his heart. Um he will often ignore others to uh and you know he it, Snoop is number 1. There's no question. Um he lives with uh you know we described a section of the arc that is uh, kind of dog handler central. Um so you know he, he has a you know dog handlers are all focused on their dogs so uh, you know they they kind of there's a common interest. I wouldn't say he's friends with any of them particularly. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, you know, that's kind of his focus. Uh, His big dream is to find Eden so that he and Snoop can frolic in grass covered fields and play fetch forever. Um, (laughs) So, uh, you know, how Snoop thinks about someone kind of tailors, how CB thinks about someone Snoop likes Trent. Um, who is not here tonight, uh, Is Rex's character. So, uh, you know, despite him kind of being this weird, stalkery kind of guy, you know, Snoop likes him, so he's, mm-hmm. he's good in my book. Um, Larkin and I, we both hate, there's an enforcer named Elon, um, and Elon beat my last dog, uh, Razor, to death. So that fucker, uh, he's marked. He's in mm-hmm. my book. Right? Uh, so Larkin and I have a common enemy. Uh so we've got that. And uh Bovel, uh thinks he's like the big shit and I'm not a big fan of Bovel. So um if you watch Snoop and C B interact, um or if you ever like come up on C B without Snoop around, he may mm-hmm. seem kind of vacant eyed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but if Snoop's around, he'll, you know, interact and you'll often see him kind of like before he says something he might look at Snoop and just kind of like, you know, kind of tilt his head to the side and Snoop might look back uh, and then he'll, and then he'll say something. So that's okay. all I have to say. Oh, okay. uh, and, uh, if you were to look at CB very closely, um, there'd be kind of, he, he has a sheen on his skin. Uh, mm-hmm. He glistens perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah you that's what you might notice his skin is kind of wet looking. Wait, mm-hmm.
4: oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I missed that. CB skin or Snoop skin? CB's. CB skin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> looks it looks moist. <laughs> moist. Nice. Nice.
1: All right. Uh Pete, what about uh you and uh, Larkin?
4: Well, Larkin uh is an enforcer. Uh he's also kind of a big guy. Uh feels like he can Take and deliver quite the punch as a result c b uh is one of his is his buddy because you know just horsing around screwing around they c b was able to take one of his punches uh and still was still standing, so Larkin has a little bit of respect for that um and as a result uh you know fuck that enforcer lawn because yeah c b doesn't like him i don't like him um uh, well I want to take him down at some point. Um, Larkin is kind of bearded, scowling all the time, so he's not the most likable character uh, or char- person, um, mm-hmm. and doesn't really like anybody else. Um, uh, he's a uh, beat up leather coat, worn over a hoodie, kind of a thing, you know, um, and yeah, just just looks gruff and, and angry all the time as far as protecting people, doesn't really want to protect anybody, because he just doesn't feel like anybody deserves protection. And his dream is to just crush everything pretty. Um, So, again, that just gives you that whole flavor of of where he's coming from. So, uh, he lives kind of in a central area of the Ark, uh, because Mm -hmm. he feels like he's got to, you know, be one of the people that has to be on call to defend it. Uh, Not so much for everybody else, but because someone overwhelms the arc, I've got to protect myself. Oh, so that's where we're at with uh, Larkin. All right, Larkin. Nice. Uh, Cliff, Uh what about about you
1: and uh, Bovel?
6: Yeah, well, you know, he's definitely a gearhead, and that headset you see on his face is pretty much how you normally see him. Because he has to be able to see the little little, tiny pieces and things. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he gets along with the other gearheads, though there's really only like five of us who can invent things. Um, The rest, they might be able to fix some things, but, you know, we're kind of a specialized group. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really like looking at stuff and trying to, you know, cobble things together and, Try to figure
3: out what what the stuff was meant to be when we run across this scrap and stuff. Yeah, you're kind of
1: really. I mean, what what is it about the things that you're looking for that you think uh attracts you, gets you excited?
6: Well, I mean, just you know, hey, if I can build something that will help us, hey, survive because you know, if you haven't noticed, things have been going to sh- crap around here. Um, <laughs> And anything we can salvage and repurpose might help us live
1: another year or two, hopefully mm-hmm. longer <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay cool um, and last session, as part of your your role your uh yeah, they're called roles, right your class
2: mm-hmm. uh
1: uh you had an artifact yes that you found, and it was some sort of Clothing had very, a lot of weight to it, but you weren't quite sure what to make of it. Uh, but you do have the opportunity to see if you can comprehend it. So, why don't you give okay. me a comprehend role and we'll see. Uh,
6: okay, so are you do. here? So, that's going to be what plus comprehend?
1: Yes. Yeah, does... And what the module will do for you, like if you've got your character sheet open okay. and you've got that middle column of skills if you hover okay, over it. the word comprehend it'll highlight there you go and you're right it'll take your your comprehend skill which off the top of my head is at 2 3 3 and then it'll add your wits and then that's which is what total, got me <laughs> yeah which is yeah you've got what five wits yes yeah and we're looking really for those uh for fallout symbols. symbols yeah, yeah. and uh, you got two of those so that's great um so with the first one, you you get to understand how to use the artifact, okay. and with with the second one, you get up. Uh, they're called perks, or buffs. I can't remember, but you get a you get like a bonus to it, and you like could teach that? You could teach someone else how to use it. Oh, I think they're called stunts. Stunts. Okay, stunts. I, I think. or I, is that is that this game too? Oh, yeah. Sometimes they use different names for the same thing in the different games. Yeah, but, you
6: know, they, they can't make it easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd like yeah. it if they did. Uh, yeah, stunts. I see stunts. Are they stunts? Okay. So, yeah, for your, one of your stunts, you can teach somebody else how to use it. And So let me shed a little light on what you got here. Uh, <laughs> and maybe you've figured it out anyway. But uh, where's
5: your character sheet?
1: In, in the gear, I'm going to replace your strange
3: vest with... A Kevlar vest.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
6: Nice rating.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you find this, this basically this uh, thing that covers your torso and maybe a little bit of your, your below your waist. And it's got these heavy plates in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and mechanically, it's got an armor rating of six, which is pretty kick ass. Uh, however, as we kind of talked about in session zero, you know, really the expectation is is if you have an artifact, is that you turn it into the Dawn Vault. And the Kevlar Vest, I think, gives like a D6 improvement to the Ark's uh, combat ability. Now, I will tell you, just, you know, uh, as a gearhead, you know, perhaps people are kind of used to see you Seeing you walk around and other gearheads walk around with strange things, but there' you know it's raised eyebrows or things like that. So you may get a couple of comments and mm-hmm, looks, yeah, yeah. Uh, sideways glances, but for the most part if you if you decided to keep it, uh, you certainly uh, you certainly could probably without too many
5: ramifications,
6: yeah, I think I'm gonna keep it for now until um, you know I find something to either sort of... Replace it, or better to donate to the (laughs) vault.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Makes sense. Uh, Okay, so that's your artifact. Um, Next, at the beginning of each session, uh, I will award everybody a single mutation point. And so, under your let's see, under attributes, under the info column on the far right. I'm sorry, uh, it's not, it's under the, it's the attributes tab on the far right. Under
6: Emperor
4: Yeah, it's
1: on the right. Yeah. Mutation points. Mutation points. You can add one to that. And, and again, you'll get one for every session. You can hoard them, you can burn them, you can use them or not use them, whatever you want to do. But uh, don't, you know, there, if you've played other free league games, I mean, these aren't experience points, so we're not going to Give more at the end of the session. We will give experience points, but um, and if you remember how mutations work, you just basically declare for one of your actions that you're going to activate your mutation, and you say how many mutation points that you're going to spend. And uh, depending on what you spend, or excuse me, how many you spend, you'll have. And there are different options for the effects. Uh, we'll see if there's any kind of side unintended consequences with a certain dice roll, um, but otherwise
3: it's it's pretty pretty automatic. All right, all right. So let's let's turn to
1: the arc, and I bounced everybody over to the the arc uh, view within Foundry. Um, just a couple of things that I've added. Visually, uh, I think I, I did talk about the guard posts. Um, you've got these, these awnings that hang over certain areas of the ark, and you, there's really not a, a, a good fenced in area. It, it's pretty open. So, to compensate, the, the uh, citizens of the ark have set up these guard posts that kind of sit on top of um, these awnings and, and look down into the area. I've, I've also named the different areas, so if you were to scroll around the map, you'll see that the kind of the big open area in the upper left is the plaza and a number of, of mutants camp up there. You've got the stairway that heads down to the lower level by the tracks. Um, there's the upper, what did I call it upper upper landing, which uh, is at the top of the stairway. You've got the lower reaches where all the rusted train cars are located and more mutants live. Um, let's see, the Dawn Vault, Vault is labeled. Um, and then the Water Tanks, which is the the source of water uh, for, the, for the Ark. I've also placed the location of the four bosses. And so the bosses, remember, we've, we've got the Elder, who's kind of like the, the long-serving leader of the Ark. And he is much, much older than all the mutants. Um, and his health is failing, uh, his capacity for being a leader and and you know uh, thinking of the of the ways that the the ark should be developed and and led uh, he's just really kind of lost that capacity and a number of people have uh, a number of mutants have started to question his leadership uh, but but in some cases, you know there are mutants who want to hold on to the old ways as well like they they believe in the word of the elder but a handful of bosses have have kind of uh, you know risen up with within the different factions within the ark and so if you remember we kind of set the the population of the ark I think it was a little bit more than two hundred mutants live here um, and not all of the all of the mutants, but about 60% of the mutants, let's say, are in one of these four factions. And I, I did just a little bit of a a write-up. You should all have access to um, an actor, which is the term that they use in Foundry. There's an actor for the ARC. So if you look under the uh, the icon in the the upper left, the tab for actors, you should have access to player characters, and one of them is actually called the arc. And in that um that actor, I've done a quick write-up of the different bosses and the different, um, the different factions under the, the bosses tab. And so just let me, I want to run through these really quickly and just quick check. Did everybody find the arc actor? Yes. Got that? OK. Roger. Um, so basically, there, there are four uh, bosses. There are four factions. Uh, the first one is the Unity of Desolation. And the Unity, as they're, they're known, uh, they're a cult-like faction. Um, and they feel that the, uh, the only way to kind of survive in this, this crazy world is to embrace the futility of their, their situation. And they have this very, uh, very downtrodden outlook on things. But by embracing it, they feel they can, they can rise above it. Um, but they are cult-like, and dissent within the unity is dealt with harshly. And you've perhaps even seen some physical punishment uh, handed out, or um, you know, cult, uh, faction members um, you know decrying their situation for violating some of the rules with the within the faction. And what I've also done for each of the factions, I've also kind of given you a sense of how big. They are in terms of members. And so you'll see that it says size 10%. So somewhere in the neighborhood, about 10% of the 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 ARC residents are mutants are, are part of this faction. Uh, oh and their boss, uh, their leader is Flark. Uh, next is Genzera, who is the boss or leader of the new Moon League <laughs> Moon League. <laughs> wow. Sure, was easier to write that than say it. Uh, and the League, uh, you know, they're one of these, they're a group who pretty much advocates for uh, the old ways or adhering to the teachings and leadership of the elder and, and carrying on the way, you know, the way they think he would do things, you know, whether that's in fact true or not, maybe up for debate. Uh, you know, if, if the elder was the founding father, <laughs> he would be referred to. Well, the elder would want it this way, and the elder would would have done it this way. And, uh, but uh, you know, they're they're somewhat bureaucratic. Um, but they do know that the state of the elder and his health, and his capacity, and the dire straits of the ark itself really call for uh, more to be done. And they prefer to to team up with uh the the unaffiliated uh mute, mute, mutants within the ark or some of the other factions to get things done they you know they're a go along to get along uh but very much within the realm of the teaching of of the elders of the elder um grout is the leader of the black sun clan and this is the muscle of the ark you know they they protect the ark with Physicality, uh, weapons, punches, uh, brute force. Um, you know, those who are within the faction, and even those who are uh, outside of the faction, basically follow the, the the will of the Black Sun Clan out of fear. Um, although Grout is is certainly a brute, uh, at times he does exhibit uh, a touch of cunning. Uh, he he's not he's not above using politics to get things done as well and they're they're a little bit of a larger clan or boss i should uh faction i should say and then finally is uh chester who is the boss of the living and the living they're a a group of firebrands and they've had it with the elder and his his ways are you know on the way out or if his time hasn't already passed and it's time for new leadership and chester is the way um you know and they promise big changes and big results and we're going to build this and we're going to go out into the zone and we're going to find eden and we're going to do this and that and the other thing and it's all going to be wonderful if you follow the living and the wonderful leadership of chester um but so far, uh, their results haven't really matched up to their big promises. but just numbers wise, um, they're the perhaps the biggest faction. you know they've got a lot of people to buy into this idea that that they can deliver in, their, in the long run and by espousing hope. So those are the factions. Um, each one of them has a boss. Um, you know, none of them are so big that they can. Do everything on their own, or do too much on their own. Um, but there's certainly a lot of political maneuvering, and you know we'll see how gameplay actually goes. But there's probably just as much going on inside as the in the arc as there is out in the zone. That hopefully you guys will find interesting. Um, and you know, there's there's no requirement or need or rule that says. You guys in your PCs have to be part of one of these factions, or or it's, it's up to you, and uh, uh, and you can just kind of deal with it the the way that you want.
3: All right. Any questions about uh, the the bosses or the the factions? Pretty much just uh, background information. Nope, looks point. good. Okay. I
1: like it. All right. So we are going to zoom up a level. And from time to time, depending on the PC's location and what else is going on, uh, you guys as players, and not necessarily as your player characters, but as players, uh, are going to think about the development of the arc in what is called an assembly. And an assembly is is think of it as a a gathering of leaders within the arc. You know some of these bosses that we talked about. Uh, you know we could probably say that you know you guys and your PCs are are at, at least at least have a seat at the table. If not, you know probably not really outright leaders within a particular faction. But you know you guys are are known entities and and are known workers. But really, uh, you guys need to think about the development of of the arc and if you're looking at that that arc character sheet uh in the upper right you'll see four skill uh, four scores for what are called dev levels or development levels for food culture technology and warfare and at during our last session the four of you as players decided how to distribute Twelve points across uh, those those values, and so what you guys settled on is food is at one, culture is at five, technology is at five, and warfare is at one. And basically, I mean, you know, obviously at the beginning of the game, you would expect that you're all very low overall in these in these values. And the, the scale, I think, goes up to something like fifty or sixty, so you're all pretty low and each of these development levels uh provides a benefit if they're high and in some cases a a penalty if they're low to certain things so like if your food is low like it is now uh you're finding it difficult the ark is finding it difficult to feed everybody and so food is a, is of paramount but um you know should that skill rise over or that value that development uh uh level rise over time You'll find it easier to feed people, and less mutants fewer fewer mutants will die um, uh, from hunger. And that carries on to culture, technology, warfare. Each of those has um, an element to it. Um, And if I were to pull up, I can't remember how this is pulled
5: up.
2: Those are
1: skills. Uh, The arc, yeah, development
2: levels.
3: So hopefully, you can see the, uh, the development level table I just popped up.
1: Um, I'm going to give you guys all access to that. Yep. And that'll give you some idea of what the different levels are, what the benefits are. Um, OK, yeah, 30 plus tends to be the upper, upper uh, regions. Um, and so, OK. So this is the development level. So the assembly is where we are right now. And as a group, uh, you are going to decide which projects you want to undertake for the ARC. And so basically, there are, I forget how many, three or four dozen different projects that are available. Uh, Some of them have prerequisites, uh, meaning Something like your culture level has to be so high before you can you can undertake it. You know you can't build out a power plant right away. You have to kind of build up to get to that point. Uh, but there are a number of them that are available to you, kind of in these early stages. And I'm going to give you access. Yeah, you should have access to uh, a journal entry. Um, under the MYZ player section,
3: under the arc, and I'll show it to you as well, called the People's Projects. And um,
1: towards the bottom of that, you'll start to see a table um, called List of Projects, where it gets into all the the different elements. Um, And if if you're looking at that table, you'll see that the first two, four, six, eight, projects don't have any requirements, any any prerequisites. So you could, you could start out with those right away. There's a couple of them, like the museum, or a statue, or a sundial that requires a culture of five, which you have. So you could actually do that. Uh, the watchtower as well. Um, but let me give you an example. So if you were to create, as a project, the hunting party, and I can't really show that to you. There's no show players button for this. But the hunting player, there's no development requirement. Um, the number of work points is one times the number of PCs. So I'm going to do that at four for all four of you. Um, and then the develop, the de- development bonus is plus 2d6. So basically, you know, as an assembly, you say, hey, we want to... You know, have a hunting party, and we're going to organize uh, the people to go into the zone and track and kill wild beasts for grub. And everybody says, "Yeah, that's a great idea." And then uh, you, as a player, will commit your PC to a project like the hunting party. And each each project has a Skills or two associated with it. And then you would roll against that skill. Successes generate work points. And then once the work point threshold is satisfied, then the, uh, the project is completed and you get the bonus. OK. Now, a couple things. Uh, each PC, or excuse me, each player can s- select a project. So it doesn't just have you don't have to settle on one project. You can have multiple projects going on at one time. Um so if if Pete wants to choose something and Duck wants to do something else and Cliff wants to do a third thing, then yeah, three projects are underway. You decide where you want your PC to spend their time and try to generate work points. Um and then ultimately hopefully those projects will be completed. Um We will only have assemblies, probably. Maybe maybe I'll soften a little bit. An assembly when everybody is in the arc. If you guys are out in the zone and we come back to start a session and you start in the zone, then we're not going to do an assembly. But uh, I have some mechanisms where these projects will will continue to be developed even if you're not there, even if your PCs are not there. And so I'll probably randomly pick a project maybe two add a couple points to it, maybe I'll start another project. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe one of the bosses gets an idea of their own and, and wants to do it. All right, uh, I've been talking a lot. Let me pause there. Any questions about what you're trying to accomplish or how the assembly works, uh, how the projects get resolved?
6: Just if you have a zero in the skill, do you just use your attribute dice if you back the project?
1: Correct. Yep. Correct. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have any dice in the skill, whatever the associated attribute is, the number of dice that you roll. And that's that's not true just for projects. It's true and it's a game, the whole game.
6: Yeah, and I'm just throwing out there: whoever gets heal <laughs> as a skill first is going to be the person who learns how to use the Kevlar
3: vest with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because we do not have it <laughs> you do not have heel none of us do oh, okay what
0: could go wrong what could go wrong yeah. arkin
4: right. says hey pretty boy you're going to want you're going to want eventually give me that vest i'm the i'm going to be the tip of the spear you're going to want me in front taking those bullets for you
3: <laughs> just saying well, I'm also saying that you have the best chance of being the healer, too. Because <laughs> you're the only why, one
0: with uh, any empathy. Why do you think the heal skill was tied to being the wearer of the vest?
4: Because when I need to be healed, I want that person still alive.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, that's yeah. going to be true I, with, I even with the vest, right?
3: I knew you were that selfish. All right. So, any questions about uh, the assembly or development? Negative. Uh, Not development. yet.
1: All right. And d- were you guys able to find the list of the projects?
4: Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I have my book open. So,
3: same here. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. They popped up though. Ty. Also. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So are we talking about them now? Yeah, let's let's do the assembly. So you guys, you know, you,
1: you gather, your PCs are all gathered uh, kind of in the upper landing of the Ark. Um, you know, Chester's there, Genzera's there, Grout, Flark. Uh, the three of you, uh, Trent is not with you. And, you know, just, just some other kind of known leaders uh, people who are known to be reliable—they've uh, got their shit together—and they they start talking. And it's you know it's kind of everybody. You know sometimes the loudest voice wins, and sometimes you know Jen Zera, she kind of she's kind of the voice of reason at times. And yeah, you guys are kind of debating the the future, what what direction the arc arc you know, and, and every every faction and every. Uh, Angle is being considered, but ultimately, mechanically, you guys as players get to decide. Um, in this case,
4: so then we, so am I gonna, am I speaking for Larkin or am I just speaking in as as Pete? Then, uh, you're, I mean, not Pete in
1: our world. (laughs) We'll, we'll assume that you are, you have a benevolent interest in seeing the arc succeed.
4: Yeah. All right. right. Well because and, because the thing is is that so you guys I mean, you know, we can't we can't develop technology and we can't defend anybody if we're all dead because we don't have any food.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snoop, you know and TB is on your on on board. Yeah, I think first right. first. We talked about so, this when we allocated the points, right? We're yeah. because we had to jumpstart the culture in the warfare some level, that's fine. But yeah, first priority I think is food.
5: Alright,
4: so do we want to then uh, send out a hunting party?
0: I think let's uh, just for a mechanics, is- goof around the hunting, like um, I mean the, the 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 ones that look good are hunting party or cropland, right?
4: Right, those are our two. What is well, uh, we, I mean, we could Hunting party is a lot easier though. Cannibalism would be fun, but...
0: Yeah. Hunting party. Yeah. It, it, uh, Cliff is right, right? It's, it would be uh, four work points for hunting party versus 12 for. And I'm not sure, like, why would you do cropland? It's just, uh, you know, above the table. Why would you ever pick cropland? Uh, because be a three
6: Nice. Of food. Yeah, but
0: it takes it takes three times the amount of. Yeah, I,
6: I understand, but you eventually want to get above thirty, and if you've been rolling crap on the others, then you might need it. Oh,
1: right, wait. And, it, it,
6: and Oh, maybe you also, roll,
0: and it's and it's just comparing that to your total. Is that what happens?
1: So let's say that uh, you guys choose. Uh, well, I got it in front of me. Let's crop just go with hunting party. Hunting party. Okay, so hunting party. So it's so the number of work points needed to um complete that is one times the number of pcs so that's i'm gonna that's gonna be four right and And that's just four successes right four successes and each of you each of the pcs are going to choose to roll endure or shoot for their skill and we're going to count up all the successes and at the point that you guys get four or more then i'm going to grant the project is complete the hunting party comes back and uh, we're going to add 2D6 to the food supply development level.
0: Yeah, it's an add. So if you can... Compl- I don't understand why you'd ever pick cropland. Uh,
1: I, I, Just top of my head, if you've got somebody like... Um, With a super like high trend, know the zone
0: score. Or know the
1: zone. Um, you know, maybe that's the combination that...
0: Okay. Because you know, it, a little it bit better. far fewer work points... And you're only giving up one d six on hunting because it's you add you add, it's not that would be a thing if like it only if you compared the roll to your total and it was just whatever was higher. But
6: well, I guess the other question is, can you do multiple hunting parties, or is it just you get it done once and then that's it? You hunted out
0: your area. I think if we don't complete it, like if we say you okay, can this take council, multiple, yeah, I sessions. don't think we can, right? It can take yeah. multiple sessions, but we can't have more than one going at the same time. I mean, of, the, of one type of project, is that
1: right, Ty? Yeah, and in fact, I think
0: uh, ba, 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 ba.
1: I'm pretty sure that 90% of the projects can only be completed once. Oh, um, well that,
0: that, would tow, that would answer the question, sure.
1: Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah so, so you then go hunting asking. party, then you probably do pigsty before you get to cropland.
3: <laughs> and of course, smokehouse and other things if you get to where you can do them yeah so yeah. i'm going to throw out there that yeah let's do hunting party
6: but i'm also going to say i'm going to start the sundial because i think the three of you are going to get four
0: successes without a problem oh yeah no i think that makes sense yeah and I'm, then i can I'm throw okay eight that. dice at something that and, otherwise we're not, technology. and we're not and we're wasting stuff maybe uh would it be worth even like doing hunting party and pigsty? We might not complete one this session, but then we're not throwing dice away.
3: What do you guys think? So
0: like maybe two people hunting party, one person pigsty, one person um you know whatever whatever the the gearhead's going to do, whatever Bobble's going to do.
6: As I said, I'll probably do a sundial i mean if you need me to go hunting i can go hunting i got five dice for that but i got eight towards the sundial
3: right what do you think pete um yeah probably then well geez
4: so so it was how many so i'm gonna roll i would roll eight dice for the hunting party no seven dice yeah,
0: I would roll I'm assuming I can use my uh talent, right? When I'm making that roll.
5: Yeah, sure. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I can't use intimidate. <laughs>
5: can I intimidate now, question so my, gentlemen? Well, my
0: talent lets me I endure using Snoop. So right. I would yeah. I'd be rolling eight dice for endure.
3: Um, question: Since I couldn't find my
6: dice, um, how many successes are in the attribute dice, and how many are in the skill dice?
0: I think there are both ones. Sixes are successes. Okay, that's yeah. all. Okay,
2: yeah, that's
4: it.
0: yeah and then right. the so, the attribute dice have uh, they have different symbols on the ones, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, you that's know, again, right.
4: I mean, it's one of those things where I think that if we uh, we're only going to get a food supply increase. It's not like we're going to... Let's see, how does how does the food supply work? Then?
6: Well, because... right now we're losing the maximum number of people per session, is it?
1: Right. Yeah, so... So, so at the end of tonight, I'll roll a d6, or I'll have one of you roll a d6, and that would be how many mutants of your 200 or so
3: die.
0: I'm, maybe uh... we even want to have two people on picks die because we need 8 for pigsty and we need 4 for hunting party so maybe uh, cb goes hunting party and he's rolling 8 dice and we yeah. see if he if he succeeds if he doesn't succeed it's fine somebody'll finish it next time and then we get two people working on hunting, on pigsty and we're rolling you know a bunch of dice against the um let's see 4 times yeah so for right. 16. And, and, we need sixteen,
4: And just to make sure, Ty, so the, the dev bonus is going to be, Eight. in I'm our sorry. case, food is 1, so it's going to be 1 plus rolling 2d6 56. that
0: we'll add to that,
4: right? Right, right.
0: Okay. Uh, the um, way I read it is we roll a 2d6 and we, yeah, and we right now it's 1, so whatever our food is, we're going to roll a 2d6 and add to it. So if we get lucky and get a 9, we'll be at 10.
4: Right, to, and, Oh, all right. So we're not, I was thinking that we would get, you know, food supply plus 2d6 or so current food
0: supply no, no. Is we, one. Like, it's a, you know, we have a food supply of X. Right now it's 1. If our food supply was 45 and we completed hunting party, we'd roll 2d6 and we'd add 45 to whatever that is. And that's our new food supply. Yeah, right? okay. You right. just add it yeah. to your total. Okay. And we need to get that above uh, 9. To stop losing the max stop
6: of our... losing the d6. Yep. If we get to 10, it's a d6 minus 1. Right. Is that right, Ty? Uh, I
1: Sounds wasn't right. listening to the math, but... Uh...
6: <laughs> well, it says uh, decrease the session
3: body count by 1 once we get to uh, 10. Food, yeah. Uh... Yep. Yeah, so, by 1. So I roll, roll I a d6 we... oh, No, shoot, actually. Oh, 30
6: plus is only a minus 3, so we could always lose people. OK. <laughs> yep.
0: I think, yeah, the inevitability of the, the arc going away is a thing. Honestly, I, I would
1: say... I, I cannot find anything that limits the number of times you can do a project. Uh, I swear I, I, I'm going to find it later, probably. But for now, you know, if you, if you wanted to do three hunting parties and you know basically you're going to you're going to decide all the projects you're going to launch now it could be one project it could be five projects um but i'm not going to let you try to complete one and then decide to oh well let's do another hunting party right let's of course do- we have to declare yeah. it before
3: we start rolling yeah exactly um sh- well it does say
0: completed projects draw a circle around it on the map I, I mean, the implication is. I think it makes sense. You can only do it once. Now that Cliff brings that up,
3: because otherwise nobody would ever stop doing hunting party. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. Because that's okay. got I the think best we, yeah, reward but, for
0: food. Well, let's see what.
1: Where do you see the uh, the the circle on the map?
0: Uh, that is on
1: page
0: one hundred four. Completed projects.
3: Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, I'm going to put little icons on the the arc map here that show that these projects are underway. All right. So, what are you guys thinking? I don't think you need to belabor it too much, but we're doing it for the first time. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess I, if
4: if you know, my my vote would be just to try to get. Get a hunting party, you know, uh, successful. And, if it, and, you know, if it takes two of us and we have to waste a couple of die. I would
6: say uh, put three of you on it, because think about it. If you only got a one-six chance per die, you need 24
4: dice to get four. Yeah. So we probably want to try to get that going as quick as possible. The sooner that mm. we get that up, the better. The, I mean, the better but
0: there's the no field guarantee field. that's going to get us above 10. No, no, I, there's no are guarantee, you thinking, right? So are you thinking two people on the hunting party just to make sure we complete it?
3: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Just because I don't think I don't want to, I don't think
4: we should just be spread too thin, right? Because then we've got two or three things going, and they're, you know, just kind of half-assed. Let's try to at least get one done. Like a, again, basic food. And then you know we've got the the gearhead is gonna you know go play with the sundial, um, and then maybe we we try the um, the pigsty, get get that started, and then, you know, if, if okay. we're rolling for Funny Rex's party, One
0: person pigsty, and then whatever the gearhead wants to do. That's what I'm hearing. And yeah. I'm okay with that.
4: And, and if we, uh, I'm sure if, again, if we're having, uh... Oh, I already forgot his name.
0: Uh... Oh, Rex's, Rex's character. character. Trent.
4: Uh, Trent. Uh, Trent probably has a know-the-zone that's pretty hot.
0: Yeah, I think he'll be rolling, uh... So he could roll pigsty he'd be rolling yeah. five dice that's, he's got five that's dice, great. yeah oh. he's only got one and know whereas he'd that's
6: be famous. six for hunting
0: yeah uh what is and what are you rolling on pigsty indoor well, so, it, uh, so I can for, roll eight dice for indoor
4: I can roll seven dice for indoor, so that's five strength and then uh two four I'm sorry, wait a minute, no, I'm only rolling six for indoor. Five strength, one endure, and then I could roll know the zone. Yeah, no the zone would only be two dice. <laughs>
3: so
4: that's a that's a no go. Um, mm-hmm. and then shoot. I don't shoot either, so I would be rolling just four dice. I'd be rolling
3: seven on shoot, so
4: You guys, well, I would uh, say
3: it makes it
4: just makes sense. I think that if we have Larkin and CB just do the hunting party, hopefully we get it. And again, if, if we're why don't a we have bit...
0: Trent and uh Larkin do the hunting party? Okay, uh, because between you, you guys should have about 13 dice, right? Ish, yeah. Uh, what is let's see, hunting party is indoor or shoot?
6: Yeah, so Trent would be 6 for shoot.
0: Yeah, he'd be 6. Hunting party four. is endure or shoot. Yep. And you said you were 7 for endure, so we would be at yeah, 13 I, for hunting no, party. No, actually, I, 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 I misspoke. I'm 6 for endure. 6 for indoor. All right, so we'd be at uh, 12. 13. 13, whatever. Something around there. Um, it depends. Uh, if you want, I mean, I can roll my 8 dice and add to one of those guys, and then we can, well, let's do that. Let's have uh, CB and um, it makes more sense RP wise that yeah. we would work on the same project and not, you know, Trent's okay for CB. I don't know how, I, I guess Larkin doesn't like him that much, but <laughs> you know, CB and Larkin would get along. So so we'll have CB and Larkin do the hunting party and then we'll have Trent do the pigsty and then Balvo will uh, do his sundial, I guess, or whatever. Does that sound
1: good? All right, so I'm Go hearing pigsty, hunting party, and sundial, right? Correct. Right. Yes. And over so then, in the uh, arc character sheet, I'm okay. I've added those projects, and I'm kind of doing some editing with the numbers. All right. All right. So yeah, so that, you know, there's some grumbling about uh, you know their priorities, and but then you know, folks are kind of resolved that yeah, w- water and food are are the most critical um, you know there's a there's a, enough of a voice to kind of just kind of let the gearheads have their way and go build a sundial if they want and you know we'll we'll go, we'll go do some real work over here
6: yeah well the <laughs> gearhead's trying to get us to 10 so you can then do the next food projects
1: <laughs> yeah and you, you get some quizzical looks from that and they're like yeah, that's that's too much planning in the future we we could all be dead tomorrow uh, but they'll, they'll let you have your way. Um, all right. So, yeah. So Rex and, and Trent are out of the picture. Uh, the hunting party. You know, the, there's some trepidation. Are, are there's, we not
0: allowed to roll for Trent? Because we put him on the pigsty. So we wanted Trent to roll on the pigsty. Uh,
3: give me a luck he's... roll. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which one is that? Uh, uh, here we go. Forty-six. All right, I'll, I'll roll somebody for it.
1: Um, give me. Uh, I'm gonna roll a D six. Somebody can beat me. They can do. We can use it too. No, we you rolled it, it privately. Oh, I did. It's a two. You rolled a five. Okay, fine. Trent's involved.
0: Yeah, Trent's doing the pick That. I mean, well, we were assuming we could use Trent. It That's was fine. in our planning. That's fine. That's fine. Alright, so uh, Trent is rolling pigsty. Uh, he's going to do... what is pigsty? know the zone, is that? Know the zone, probably, right? Door, know the zone. And door is strength.
1: That's four. Know the zone. One in wits Six. five.
0: Five. Yeah, so five. He'll, he'll do know the zone.
1: Alright, so, yeah. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll do a quick narration. So yeah, so Trent gathers up some of the workers um They kind of cordon off a a part of the ark, and they start to to clear out the area. And there's there's a few pig feral pigs that have been captured over over time. And they they come in and they they kind of get into the into the, the trash area, and they they're they're there. But now you, you decided to capture them and breed them. So let me uh, did I just do it privately again. I'm sorry, I was
3: not on. Yeah, phone yeah I don't see anything.
1: Yeah, Uh, he got no results. You have to believe me on that.
0: Uh, He Uh, wants to push it.
1: Yeah, can we we push (laughs) that? Yeah, you can
0: push it. I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Uh, Okay. Working on projects. You can push your role normally, page 103, under working on projects. Awesome.
1: Okay, yeah, his penalty, Rex's penalty for not being here other than... He, he probably
0: wants the mute. I don't know what his mutation is, but he probably wants the MP. So,
1: oh, good point. Good point. Okay, know the zone. Here we go. Pushing. Oh, there's a push button.
0: Uh, let's see here. Oh, there we go. Oh. Oof. two hit, two MP, two hits to his wits. Yeah, look at that. Did it do it automatically, or did you add that in? Did what? It hit his wits. It it decreased. Oh, I list. did, yeah, and sweet.
1: and it and it added a mutation point. It
0: did automatically or That's added
1: two. Awesome. I, I imagine nobody wrote in.
0: I wrote in my. I wrote one, in mine. My... So you should write in <laughs> my I didn't write
1: in. did anybody write it in for Trent? Because no, now he's no, got. No. I, did, should I should didn't. I didn't write three, in two. Yeah.
0: Should be three.
1: Well, he's not here, so I'm not going to give him one. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, all right, so <laughs> but he gets
0: one, one thing.
1: He gets yeah. So of the eight points needed. It's kind of slow going at first. Uh, There's a little bit of confusion on actually how to build a pigsty. There isn't really. I I want to say
0: like Trent gets confused about what pig breeding means, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Like you're supposed to breed breed the pigs with each other. After that's pointed out to him, yeah, like a light comes on in his eyes. All right, or or was it a look of disappointment? <laughs> <laughs> or a look uh, of obstinate, obstinate. I'm going to do what I want anyway. all right' this is what who's, happens when you're not here, motherfucker.
1: He was, who, yeah. You, you end up fucking pigs. Okay. Uh, uh, who's on the hunting party?
0: Uh, all right, me and Larkin, CB and Larkin. Yeah.
1: All right, oh. and uh, who are you? Are both of you going out? Are you you planning it, deleting it? to what, uh, what's uh what's the oh, flavor? We
0: want to fucking narrate this.
1: Yeah. Um, Give me, give me brief. Give you a little something.
0: Give something me a little something.
1: Something. something.
0: I, I feel like uh, Snoop. So because CB's going to use Snoop, um, mm-hmm. and, You know, Snoop would have the like finding the game and that kind of stuff. And then you know maybe uh, CB and Larkin uh, kind of we have a little huddle at the beginning, and you know maybe Larkin brings a couple of folks along, but he's going to be the 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 killing the killing blow, and we're going to be the scout. So, CB's going to set out maybe a little bit ahead, ranging around. Snoop's kind of sniffing around and mm-hmm. hopefully going to flush some game out for the, for the enforcers to, to pummel on. Yeah. Good with you, Larkin? Yeah.
4: Yeah, okay. because I think that'd be good. Yeah, to listen to CB to kind of, you know, yeah, to agitate you know, and hopefully push in our direction any, um, any animals. Okay.
1: Uh, all right. Give me, uh, give me your endure or shoot roll.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to use my mutant's best friend, which lets me use Snoop, uh, Snoop's strength, and my a Dog for indoor. Oof.
3: Two hits uh, though.
5: Two hits. You can leave it there.
0: Yeah, that's three. That would be three, and that affects Snoop. So, like, that would be three hits against his strength, which so I'm not going to do it.
5: Gotcha. Uh, uh, bu- 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 yeah, I'd only way- be re-rolling
0: three dice anyway.
1: Okay, so you, you generated two work points. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, that's right. Okay. So I just
3: keep my fingers crossed, and all we need is two. Oof! Oh, uh, I can push
4: uh, that though, for,
5: sure,
3: for sure. I'm going to push that one. There we go! Yay! Hey, look hey,
5: at that.
3: nailed it.
1: Nice job! Nice job. So, with pushing, but you didn't get any of the uh the virus no, no mutants.
0: Yeah.
4: no no no, no, okay. no, no
1: all right, congratulations so success uh, early success for the ark with the hunting party they come back uh, any
0: I think maybe Larkin comes in like triumphantly holding the um the the pig or the uh, you know the deer we found and, and c b mm-hmm. just kind of has kind of snuck in he doesn't want to be he doesn't want any public attention, so he's kind of snuck yeah. in on his own separately.
5: Got it. Got
1: it. Uh, Pete, why don't you roll the the completed 2d6 for the, the new okay. food supply?
4: And let me go back down to
3: there. Oop, two. All righty. And. Oh, hold on. I just messed up.
4: <laughs> I'm trying to remember how to do this versus roll 20. There we go.
3: There go.
0: Oh, Jesus, you motherfucker.
5: Three. All right. You guys are up to
3: four. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Cliff,
1: what's going on with the sundial?
6: Well, you know, we're going to put the sun on these nice flat roof surfaces oh, where nothing's going to get in the way. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's going to take a little bit. Find that, you know, it's not the difficult thing is calibrating it, making it easy. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Figuring right. out
6: where to put the dashes is what's going to take a yeah. while. Well.
1: Got it. So, all right to comprehend. Uh oh. Oh my. G- Jesus. Oh, well, right that's pushing, an easy though. decision to
0: push. Yeah. Okay. You now don't, you I don't have, have any hits now yet, so you can oh, roll everything. Oh, I go up there and just hit push. click the push guy. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There you go. Well,
3: two. There we go. And, and,
0: and you get a mutant point out of it, so it's not all bad. Yeah. You take a hit to your wits, probably. Yep. But. It did
1: right and sundial 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 so you got two ultimately two. so yes.
4: halfway there
5: so not too bad
4: all righty uh, what's the sundial going to give us when we're done let me see uh 1d6
6: tech tech all right, good. and if we can get the 10 then that opens up the
3: second tier of food generating things and other stuff
4: beauty
1: all right Nice job, guys. All right, our first assembly. We'll see how those projects turn out. Uh, and yeah, next time we have an assembly, we'll just see if uh, you guys want st- to start any more projects or continue with uh, the ones that are still going. All right, let's turn
3: to Life in the Ark. Duck, CB. Where do the dogs come from? Where do you get these dogs? Hello? Anybody there? I'm still here. I'm here. I, Duck, you're on mute. Maybe maybe the oh, virus he, got him. Maybe, oh, I'm sorry. He got,
1: he's a bee right back. I see. I see it now in chat.
3: Oh, I see. Yeah.
1: Well, oh. let's turn to Larkin uh larkin let's talk a little bit about enforcers in the arc yeah um is there a let's call it a pecking order of enforcers are there some who are more powerful
5: who are more badass or is everybody kind of just out for
3: themselves um i
4: think there's probably a little bit of a pecking order um, mm-hmm. you know, not, well, you know, I was thinking about this just in general. There's only about 200 or so of us, right, in the whole arc Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the question that I really had first before I answer mine is when you think about these classes, these roles, you know, are, are we assuming that we're, you know, 10% only, uh, or less of the population, or is everybody in, in the arc? I, I would assume not everybody's one of these roles. There's probably just a bunch of just sort of normal people, so to speak. Um I, I think the way that it tends to work is
1: is even the NPCs. So think of everybody uh So everybody has, would be one of
4: these. Yeah. It's kind of
1: like uh well that's not true in D D. Not everybody's a fighter or a magic user, but here everybody's got a role. Um Okay. All right. And I and I may not always refer to them as but like for instance, um, uh, who was your your enemy enforcer that you guys needed? Elon. Uh, uh, Elon. Like Elon, Elon, right? Like, he's an enforcer, and so he's got skills and abilities that are reflective of that. Well, oh, he thinks sometimes he's got skills, I, yeah, gosh. yeah. <laughs> but, th- but there may be times where I have you meet somebody, and I, w- I won't necessarily go, Oh, he's a gearhead, you know, it'll you may imply that, or you may pick that up, you may infer that, but, um, uh. But think think that everybody in the kind of in the background
4: has a a role assignment like that. Okay. So then we're I'm so I'm thinking there's probably you know roughly ten per, you know if there's about eight roles overall, you know so a little over ten percent mm-hmm. right uh, per per role kind of because I'm not there's not going to be that many bosses and there's probably less slaves you know kind of grunts rather. Um, so I'm thinking there's probably like a good 25 to 30 than enforcers possibly. (laughs) Um, and so with that kind of a number, I think we're probably not talking, you know, a one to 30 hierarchy, but certainly like a top, you know, kind of a thing. And and I think Elon, and this is part of the reason why I don't like him is he's probably in that top three. Um, I was mulling over whether I thought that I would want to be. You know, if, if if am I in that top three or or am I just you know like four or five, right? So then maybe that's part of it. I'm trying to decide whether it's better for me to to be sort of on the outside looking into the top spots, or if I'm sort of at the top spots and trying to fend off the you know the upstarts um, kind mm-hmm. of a thing. So so yes, yeah, so there is a little bit of a hierarchy, and um, and part of part of that hierarchy is sort of determined by you know again stupid meathead. You know we, we hit each other and you know try to prove our our endurance and strength against each other, you know or you know when when we're out doing stuff, you know how many stunts get rolled right ends up being the uh, the uh, bragging rights kind of thing right mm-hmm. so so that's kind of how I envision that
3: okay
1: um and are any of the Enforcers necessarily, I, I guess maybe they're going to be within some of the factions sometimes, but is that, is it unusual to find enforcers aligned with some of the factions? Like, um, is there anything in particular about that, that role that would keep them from aligning? Or, or no, no, I, you know, everybody needs muscle.
4: I think probably everybody needs muscle. It seems that certainly the um, the one, the, uh, and now I can't remember the name of it already. Uh, mm-hmm. That the let's see, was it the New Moon League? No. Uh, shoot, I, I think are, I broke down all, three the, out of the four down.
1: The uh, the Black Sun Clan, or Are you think about the brute force?
4: Yes. Yeah. Right. So I would I would imagine that the majority. You know, so probably 75% of the enforcers would be in that group, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then, you know, maybe you get a couple hippy-dippy types that want to be with the unity of desolation, you know, um, and then, you know, uh, one or, you know, a, a handful will be in you know, some of the other groups. Okay. So I don't think that they're all just in one. Oh, and, and actually, and then there's going to be a bunch that are not affiliated still. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if, if we think, I think by, by the percentages that you, you gave, you know, they certainly don't add up to 100%, those four cults or those four clans. So, right. so yeah, there's going to be some people who are kind of fiercely independent. Um, and I was, I was thinking that Larkin probably at this stage would be kind of in the he's independent, wants to see himself not part of the, the politics, so mm-hmm. to speak. Right, he just wants to, he just wants to smash things, and he doesn't, you know, (laughs) I, I don't want anybody telling me who I have to smash. I just want to smash. So, okay.
1: Uh, Last question, maybe. Uh, What about training? How are you guys?
3: How does one become an enforcer, and how does one keep keep their skills up, keep their edge?
4: Um. I think it starts on the playground. Oh, well actually we know it that's we couldn't have because we didn't never start as kids, right? We just we don't even remember where we started, correct? It's,
1: yeah, yeah. Um,
4: so I think it's just that the the, the the bigger, tougher, you know, uh you know, the ones who could take a punch, who could throw a punch, you know, or even just really wanted to throw a punch, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's how they you gravitate towards being an enforcer, mm-hmm. you know. Um, i like i could care less about you know finding a you know the latest greatest gadget you know um you know yeah you know the, the snoop is okay but uh, i don't want to have to you know worry about you know some animal follow me around mm-hmm. you know so uh so i think it's you know some of the some of the guys are more like yeah they're kind of you know independent but they they want to they want to hit things and they feel like they can hit can can get hit
3: Mm-hmm. So okay, and
4: you
3: kind of
1: train on your own if you're independent
4: and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, right. I think you probably are trained you know either with a buddy you know or within your your clan,
3: got it, got yeah. it, okay, well, one evening, speaking of the unity of desolation, you are approached
1: by Jarba, and you know Jarba to be. Uh, maybe not the right hand man for um, Flark, the boss for the Unity, but certainly a, a lieutenant, one of the leaders within the the Unity, uh, approaches you uh, not long after you return from the hunting party, and he's like, "Yeah, Larkin, uh, glad to see you made it back safely. Yeah. Sounds like uh,
3: quite a." Quite a haul there from uh, from the hunt. Nice job. Yeah. Didn't know you had it in you. Well, I didn't see you out there. Oh, no, you, I, sit, sitting
1: around drinking tea? Uh, well, no. Uh, <laughs> of course not. Uh, what's, and I do what's the little tea?
4: finger in the air.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, certainly a lot of other things to be done here. Uh, but uh, you could be... Uh, Man of your talents could be useful, useful to the
3: unity. Uh, Flark is, has taken notice of you, and uh, we'd like to like to to talk to you about an opportunity. Could we
5: ask you to to meet up uh, out in the
1: uh, out in the uh, b- b- the plaza later tonight?
4: Uh, you, You know, I don't like to get involved in, you know, the arc politics, Jarba. We've had this conversation before. I I, I mean, I'll meet with him. You know, I'm always, I'll listen to people, but, you know, it's not my style.
1: I understand. I understand. And it takes people a while to to warm up to the unity, but uh, uh, I guess a couple things come to mind. Uh, One, we're really kind of concerned about the living and. What they've got going on, I think they're they're pushing the arc in the wrong direction, and I'll tell you what uh you know, give us a chance, and uh we'll make it worth your while. There might be some grub or water in it for you just just meet, just meet tonight, and right. we'll see how it goes.
3: All right, I'll meet you, all right he you on the back, and he leaves <laughs> duck. Let's talk about uh, dog handlers. Are you back? You're muted. If you're back,
2: no,
1: sorry. Yeah, I got no, worse. Huh? <laughs> I had this big inter- not big introduction. I had this. I went to you first, but you were gone. I didn't realize it, so I sounded oh, I sounded kind sorry. of foolish. It's all right.
2: <laughs>
1: but I'll ask again. Okay. CB Duck. Yes, sir. Where do the dogs come from?
0: Um well heaven if you ask cb. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Um mm-hmm. it, maybe it's even a little bit mystical. Um if you were to be a thing uh you know maybe maybe one of the gearheads is you know they 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 kind of range around so um what the dog handlers have learned is uh the feral dogs That range you know maybe to the north of our whole of the ark um you you basically you have to catch a uh, a litter as it's being born and you know just when they're about to be weaned uh and then if you can get some of those pups um then you can you can you know get yourself a loyal dog you got to raise it up you got to train it Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know what the the dog handler like you know when i lost my last dog razor fucking elon um you know, I, I had to spend a month out, out in the, out in the zone. Um, uh, and, uh, I found Snoop His uh, actually he was, his litter was there. I think their mom had been killed. Uh, and I tried to, you know, I bring, I brought, I think a couple of Snoop's, uh, brothers and sisters, uh, a couple of the other dog handlers were able to take him in, but some of them died. So that was a sad day, but yeah, we go out, we, we find the, uh, you know, we find the litters and.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we bring them in and, you know, we just show them the love that we have for them. And, 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 you know, we become a team. And
1: are are there breeds of dogs as we would, as we would think of them
0: or is uh, they're, just... they're all, they're all mutts. They're all mutts. Okay. They're all mutts. Is there, you know, the, a dog is any dog is any dog is better than any person. You know, they, they, <laughs> they, they, they run, uh, you know, the, you know, Snoop's got, Snoop's probably got a little above the table, like a little beagle in him, of course, and you know. But they're all mutts, so mm-hmm. they'll have different colors and sizes. And but you know, the small ones, small ones are mostly gone. You know, maybe long ago the um, the elder talked about the smaller dogs, but CB's never seen one. I think mm-hmm. they got it. They got it. <laughs>
1: um, and what about the dog handlers? How do, how does one become a dog handler? Are they does it come to them naturally? Are they assigned the role by the it's arc kind of leaders? Like a,
0: no, no, no. It's like an outcast thing. <laughs> For CB it was anyway, right? So CB, um you know, never really fit in anywhere else in the arc. And uh uh so he would kind of like the, the dog handlers, you know, they, they don't they don't judge you. Uh, you know you can even if you don't have a dog, you know you can camp out there, so it's kind of this independent thing and and one time uh one of the other dog handlers came back with a with a brood um some brood mates from the dog he was training and uh and c b just fell in love, so you know it's kind of the outcasts or you're you're kind of on the edge of the arc, and it's a place to go where when no one else will take you in and then if uh you know if you get lucky enough to to get a dog to join with you you're you're in you're in you're in the good life okay
3: and i, I think i got this because of the, the
1: way you've described cb and snoop but you know are people are you is cb the exception where he's got his own dog and he, they're always together they they hang out together no, they, no. i
0: mean that's pretty much the, like that's the i mean that's there are there. There's kind of people that aren't dog handlers that live in this this northeastern section of the mm-hmm. ark, but um, it's probably seventy eighty percent folks who are dog handlers and who have a dog. And you know some of some of them are you know maybe their dog's been killed or something,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they're still living there. And they're you know maybe they're trying to hope that someone brings a brood back, or they're getting ready for an expedition to try and go find themselves a new dog. Uh, you know most everybody like most everybody that lives in the dog handler section wants to like, you know, sometimes you, you, somebody will come live there. Cause you know, we don't, we don't judge people mm-hmm. and you know, they're just not a dog person and you know, they'll either, they'll either just kind of hang around or usually they'll drift away after a year or two. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. All
3: right. Well, that's helpful. Uh, so CB, you and Snoop
1: and the rest including Larkin i have just returned from the hunt Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, you and Larkin perhaps give each other a nod as you go your separate ways for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're headed back uh, to your, your home within the arc and just on the edges of the plaza, you hear some shouting and, uh, you see a, a small crowd is gathered, and up on kind of a small podium, not much more than a a handful of crates, old broken wooden crates, is Chester, and he appears to be, and it sounds like he's he's given one of his sermons, which he's been known to do, and he's he's preaching up a storm, and and as you get closer. Uh, You can start to make out what he's saying. And it's along the lines of.
5: And it's time that we stop sacrificing our food for these dogs.
3: Mm. These dogs aren't worth it. These dogs are taking food out of your mouth.
5: How long are we going to support these dirty, useless creatures? And the people who support them. It's not worth it. Times are tough. Who's with me? Who's and
1: there's a little bit of a smattering of
4: applause.
1: How many people yeah,
4: yeah. are like in front of them?
1: There's maybe about a dozen people there. And mm-hmm. not everybody, it's not like an enthusiastic, they're listening for the most part. and right. And maybe you see a couple of Chester's lieutenants kind of at his sides and they're kind of overlooking the crowd and they're you know, they're doing their best brown shirt imitation and (laughs) over-enthusiastically clapping and cheering.
5: Yeah, that's right, Chester. That's Mm -hmm. right. No more dogs. It's time for the dogs to go.
0: Yeah, I think uh, CB would definitely, um, well, if you were watching CB carefully, you'd see him kind of look at Snoop and, you know, Snoop would stare back at him. (laughs) And then they would kind of try and, like, hide in the shadows. They definitely wouldn't want a confrontation.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: He's gonna, and he's gonna like you know, kind of avoid the whole area as much as he can.
1: That's that's fair. Uh, I need a uh, mutant year zero name for another dog handler. Uh, Oh, and no last names, they only have there's no
0: (laughs) he's just a symbol. Um, Let's see. Coley. K O L I. K O L I. It's female. Okay.
3: And and are are you
0: kind of hard to tell under all the grime? Mm -hmm. Dog handlers are not the, uh, you know, she's not trying to put herself out there.
1: Yeah. And are you and Coley close at all in any way, or are you guys kind of keep to yourselves? I mean, we're dog handlers,
0: right? We understand each other, uh, but we're also loners. You know, we're dedicated to our dogs. So, You know, if someone, honestly, uh, a CB would probably react more strongly if um, somebody were attacking Coley's dog Mm -hmm. more than Coley. Mm -hmm. Um, All right.
1: But yeah, just as you and uh, just as CB and Snooper kind of fading into the shadows, Coley, unfortunately, is walking by at the wrong time and Chester goes,
5: and there's one of them right now. There's one of those handlers. How long must we sacrifice our food for your animal? Justify, justify your role in the ark. Justify it. How
0: does how does Coley react? Uh, I think she's probably taken aback because um, she wasn't. You know, this is kind of a surprise to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I see dog handlers are very very introverted. Um, so um,
3: let's see what's she gonna do. Uh, she's gonna. Re- I think she's gonna retreat in confusion.
5: Okay. That's right. Into the darkness with you.
0: I, and actually, this is gonna prompt CB to step up. Ooh. Okay.
1: And, and he'll say, uh, into, the, into the the light, uh, into yeah, the, into the light. He's going to step okay. out, and
3: mm-hmm. uh, oh, say, another one.
0: He'll say, "Listen, Chester," <laughs> the scorn dripping out of his voice. Uh, how would you like? Did you see the deer that got bra- brought back into the ark today?
5: Yes, the correct use for an animal.
0: Food! We need food! How do you think we found... The big
5: has been delayed!
0: We need food! How do you think that that hunt found that deer? And he's going to kneel down and kind of pat Snoop on the back.
3: Chester says.
0: This dog, this dog, and he's going to interrupt him specifically. This dog has done more to bring food to the Ark than you've ever done, you piece of shit.
5: Oh, how dare you!
0: And then he's going to turn and he's going to kind of grab Coley and say, Come on, let's go.
5: Do not defy the way of the living. The living is the way forward. Off with you, dog handler. Off with you.
3: And he's, I don't know, frothing at the mouth as you guys walk away. (laughs) Okay. I like it. All right. Uh, Bobble. Yes.
1: Let's talk about gearheads.
3: Yeah.
6: So, so there's probably like only about 10 or, tw- you know, dozen or so of us. Mm-hmm. Um, four of us have a little bit of knack at inventing things and the rest are basically, you know, keeping things semi-working. Mm-hmm. Um And there definitely is a hierarchy because, you know, it's kind of obvious who is good at doing things and who isn't. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the the apprentice-like people are the ones who bring, you know, they get the last shot at doing something um, when we have plentiful crap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We don't give them anything too complicated until they've proven they can handle it. and then, of course, you know, sometimes we get discussions going, you know, for hours going, what is this thing we're looking at? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
6: And, you know, just a little um, session where people are throwing out ideals and, you know, arguing about it, trying to come to, you know, what can we do with this? And, you know,
3: it, we're, we're a group of geeks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um
6: or the version of geeks that are still existing. Um, and, and, and of course, duct tape is one of the most valuable things we can ever find.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so what I'm hearing, it sounds like there's a little bit of a, a community, a little bit of, if you call it a spree de corps, but like you guys work together, it sounds like.
3: Yeah. Because,
6: um, you know, it's not like we're the most educated arc there is, though.
2: So, mm-hmm.
6: um, you know, if we can figure out something and we can share the skill, we try to.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, we've talked a little bit about artifacts and mm-hmm. the role that they play in finding them and bringing them to the Dawn, uh, the, uh, dawn Vault. Um, but I, I was kind of interested in the other ways that that gearheads get their knowledge. Right? Like I don't, I don't know if they've got ancient books or they've got documents or like how I mean, how does, we, we how does have knowledge some ancient, ancient
6: we, we have some ancient books. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they're not necessarily in the greatest shape. Um I will say uh out of the arc, you know, the gearheads are the ones most likely to actually be able to at least partially read. I don't know that any of us are you know fluent, but
2: mm-hmm.
6: we we can stumble through it with some time. You know we might get a thirty you percent know, of the words wrong, of course, and things like that. but hey, all I can say is I'm still you know- when I go out there, I'm really hoping we can find a place that made widgets mm-hmm. because they seemed like they were used to make
3: everything mm-hmm. based up on this one partial book we have. <laughs> um and you know and sometimes it's just hey let's try to put these various
6: things together with some wire and stuff and see if we can make it into something functional Mm -hmm. sometimes it works sometimes it just falls apart
1: okay uh so kind of a openness to testing and exploration and trying new ideas
2: yeah Uh,
1: i mean
6: because otherwise um We'd all be just be running around with tree limbs,
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, and you mentioned maybe there's a dozen or so uh, gearheads in the ark, that's that's fine. We can work with that. Are they necessarily affiliated? You know, in in any disproportionate way with one of the one of the um, factions?
3: We don't really like the cult.
1: Um,
6: mm-hmm.
3: um, I'd say, you know. Past that, um, probably... Hold on, let me pull up the arc. (laughs) Um, I mean,
6: between the Living and the New Moon League is probably where the majority of us are. Mm -hmm. Um, We support the Black Sun clan because, you know, they keep us safe, so we're more than happy to do whatever we can to help them out. But as I said, the cultists, yeah,
3: they just don't jive with us very well. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, Bovel, Uh, one evening,
1: perhaps uh, the evening after the feast, uh, or the evening of the feast, um, when the hunting party returned, uh, you know, you'd called or stopped work on your sundial for the day and, and let your, your, your fellow workers go. Um, you are approached by Finns, F-I-N-N-Z, and you know Finns to be working with or a member of the Black Sun Clan. Okay, and you've worked—you know—you've worked with him before. Uh, you know him. You're you're on good terms. You know, perhaps not necessarily friends, but friendly. Um, and uh, Bovil. Bottle, oh, quite a quite a feast tonight, wouldn't you say? Ah, uh, the Ark is is certainly certainly fortunate in that regard.
3: Yes, it was very good to have some fresh food, something yeah. not from a can for a change.
1: And uh, what you were working something up on the roof there? What what was that for?
6: Yeah, um, it's basically it's a method of telling time. You mm-hmm. know, so we can know when to change our guard shifts and things like time. that. Um, yes, okay. time. You know, break up mm-hmm. the day into different segments. So also, you know, might be able to know where when to leave to go do certain things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if we leave at sunup, when should we be expecting the hunting party to get back?
3: Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe, um, you know, just... Make it easier so people will be
6: at the right places at the right time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Huh. Okay. Well,
1: that sounds that sounds useful. Uh, hey, I wanted to talk to you about something. Um, okay. And from his, he's got like a, a pouch at his hip. Okay. And from his pouch, he reaches in and he pulls out this this I'll call it a device. But it's it's basically um, a metal bar uh, with rings on it that that he kind of fits over his fingers. And it's like this this thick, heavy metal piece to it. it fits over four of his fingers. Okay. And he holds it, and then sticking out of one end of it is this short blade,
3: mm-hmm. right? And certainly it looks like a weapon, right? Right like, uh, I got something for you. Grout Grout, and I were talking. Uh, you seem like a reasonable fella. And he, he kind of takes this thing off his hand and he slams it down on the table in front of you and says, we need you to make a dozen of these for us. Okay. Um, and we, we need them in a couple break? days. Okay. Yeah, Grout, Grout, We'll get you all the scrap you need. All righty. Well, I'll be more than happy to do that for you. That's great. That's great. Two things. We need it in a couple days. No questions. And I can't have anybody talking to you about this. I can't have you talking to anybody about this. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's my bobble. That's a good man. Good man, and he you on the back. I'll be checking in on you in a, a day or two. Happy to take care of this. All right, and yeah, I mean, you and above table, I mean, it's it's basically a, a set of brass knuckles with a knife on it. Yeah, right. that's just kind co- of co- what I thought.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, cobbled together. Um, and, and certainly something within, within your means, you know, and you were right yep. on it, given the right amount of scrap and a couple of tools. It's something that
3: you could turn out if, if given enough, uh, enough time and attention. Yes. So is this a inventing or a gesture
4: rigging
5: Uh, let me think about that. i have to think, those are two different skills.
4: Well, and
6: I get plus two for inventing mm. for oh, because
1: of your talent yes, yeah, this is probably more of a jury. probably
6: that's what I kind of was figuring, but hey, it never hurts to try
1: yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: but we'll come we'll come to that. We'll come to the role here in a little bit. um, so who Who's on guard duty
1: tonight? Who's up on some of the guard posts? Everybody in the ark, you know, there's 200 plus of you. Um, so you're all, you all take guard duty at
3: some point. But who, mm-hmm. who happens to be on guard duty tonight among the PCs? I'll, I'll put Stevie on guard duty if you want. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, Larkin. Um, yeah, is it done in shifts or? What?
5: <laughs> uh yeah,
1: done in shifts. Um you can you can uh
6: Yeah, I can do like a third shift or whatever.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, and I mean you're with other people and certainly other mm-hmm. other mutants and certainly others that are not part of uh part of the group. Um So on the night let's let, yeah we'll just maybe just have all three of you on it at different points
1: uh but on the same shift and the same the same night Let's kind of make it easier
4: um it's part of how we're how we're how we're friends and buddies right so maybe we kind of end up doing a lot of shifts together kind of we're
3: like usually on the same rotation yeah yeah that, that makes on. sense that'll work kind of work um so that night, while you guys are on guard duty, you know there's
1: the people who are camped out on the plaza have gone to sleep. The others have returned to the lower reaches to the cars. Um, you know there's a couple of maybe some fires are burning. Uh, people who are still up, but yeah, you guys are up on the awnings. It's and it's a it's a dark night, only lit by the stars,
3: uh, the, you know the, the new moon, and only through, perhaps, uh,
1: one of the other mutants and their own ability to see into darkness,
3: are you alerted to a handful of robed figures who
1: almost, uh, I don't want to say by magic, but certainly they weren't visible before, Uh, they suddenly appear on the plaza Kind of at the edge, and there's five of these, these figures, and you know certainly they're humanoid, uh, and these are kind of <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Like they are the uh, stereotypical 1950s Hammer horror movie cultist robes, you know, with the kind of the flared bottoms and the the wide sleeves, the hood that pulls up and pointed. Uh, and there's just enough light that you can make out the color of the robes as, as crimson. And five of these figures approach, and you know the, the people in the plaza, the mutants in the plaza, are, are kind of surprised and stunned, and, and take a step back. And certainly they're saying some uh, activity on the guard post and uh, uh, m- moments of uh, heightened anxiety. It's like, oh,
3: who are they? It's- and a couple of halt. Stop there. And they're like uh, CB Larkin, Bovel. Go check them out. And so far, the, other than walking forward
1: and basically standing in a a small semicircle, uh,
3: the the robed figures really haven't done or said anything.
4: And have we established uh, in this world that are we are we aware of any other humans or arcs or do we are we the only one as far as we know? Um, is this, is this the first time we've seen anybody else outside of our arc? Ever? Yes, I mean we, we we talked about the the zone ghouls,
1: which are humanoids who live out in the zone who you know have been encountered a couple times by. The members of your arc. Um, you don't know too much about them. You as PCs haven't encountered them, um, but they've perhaps have have fought with the arc at times, and they're they're strange creatures. Uh, there are um, rumors of other arcs. Uh, you know the the zone map that that uh, Kent or excuse me, Trent has, uh, didn't really seem to specify anything uh, as far as other, other arcs go with any certainty. There's, you know, you're asking the questions that everybody asks, the other means ask. It's like, you know, we, we can't be the
5: only once, can't we? It's got to be more out there.
4: But none of our none of our uh, none of our explorers or anybody have come across anybody, but we have, there's rumors that that there's someone out there. So this would be the first time that a non-feature slash monster zone ghoul has approached us.
1: yeah so certainly.
4: You know, you guys as
1: PCs. Um, you know, there may be talk. You know, Yasan, uh, who is kind of Trent's rival as far as as far as stalkers go. You know, he. Yassan likes to brag. Oh, I've seen this. I've, oh, yeah, you know, I saw some people the other day, and you know, I talked to them for a little bit, and you know that that word gets out at the arc, and but there, you know, there's really never much proof. You know, maybe he's true, maybe he's right, or maybe he's full of bullshit. Um, yeah, I think the I think the what's what's talked about and what's been proven maybe are are, are two different things. Things, so. yeah. All right, but so as far I, as as far as anybody coming to the ark and not attacking you, <laughs> like the zone ghouls, yeah, this is yeah. This we'll we'll say that this is highly unusual.
4: All right, well, I say let's go, boys, and kind of shoulder my scrap axe.
3: Yep. And uh, kind of head out. CB you'll kind of uh, get up and kind of pat Snoop on the side, and Snoop will start kind of ranging out in front i'll follow along and prepare my scrap pistol okay
1: um so you approach and as you get closer you notice that the the skin of these people these humanoids uh and, and they're you know they're i say humanoids not to be too mysterious but they they appear to be human size they've got Four arms or <laughs> four arms, two arms, two legs. Um, although their skin is quite white and pale, uh, which may be redundant. Um, and you also notice That's a whiter shade. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You you notice uh, in some cases quite prominent veins uh, across different parts of their 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 heads. Uh, you know their foreheads are showing. You you actually don't see too much hair on their heads. I mean they they've got their robe hoods up, but you don't really see too much hair sticking out. Um, and uh, yeah, there there's maybe some large veins that are kind of uh, kind of protruding, not protruding, but you know uh, very visible across their foreheads, maybe the side of their heads. Even even their hands are are white.
3: Um, and you can see these 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 veins. You know, the, they've got a bluish tint to them. Okay. And as you approach, they go, "Hello, uh, who are you?" Low. <laughs> yeah, it is quiet, isn't it? No. <laughs> we have come for them. You're going to have to be a little bit more specific.
4: And you guys remember my wits are only two, so... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let me see if I'm any better. Okay. I am. Oh, actually. Um, yeah, my empathy is really bad, but my wits are all right. We see that you have been touched. We seek those who have not been touched. <clears throat> CBs um,
0: clear start. throat. Uh, uh, we're still gonna we're gonna need a little bit more. Touched by what?
3: Much towel. Yeah, the, the, where you touched how? Maybe the maybe the geek should
0: be talking.
3: What was
1: that, duck?
0: Maybe the geek should be talking.
1: The
6: geek has almost no empathy, though. Too. <laughs>
0: Well, I have zero. I mean, I have two and, and no empathy skill. Yeah, at all. same
6: here.
4: <laughs>
0: all right. This so we're is... all about the same. All right. We're well, all about yeah. the same.
4: Okay. Well, you know, this is what happens when the arc throws the three of us up front, right? All yep. right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so I'm just going to repeat a say friend. Uh, and I hope you're a friend as I kind of, you know, sort of
3: pull up my axe. Uh, you're going to have to answer the question uh what do you mean by touched um that was that was larkin talking right yeah yeah Larkin, uh, you don't hear anything. But inside your head, Uh you hear, so to speak, many of us have been touched. We seek those who have not been touched. Uh, you're going to have to again explain touch. Stevie's
0: going to go. Well, how uh, how would we how would we determine whether someone's not been touched? Maybe we can help you find these people, travelers.
3: And the the one who had been talking is is quiet, but another one in the of the five, you know, sticks out his arm. And points
1: down to a couple of the mutants who have been who are kind of huddled around the fire, the nearby one of the nearby fires. And conveniently for the story, these mutants are clearly mutated. Like one of them has wings, Mm -hmm. and one of them has four arms, and one of them has this horrendous skin, you know, Mm -hmm. and this this second. A uh, robed figure says these, these have been touched. Uh-huh. And then he kind of, he kind of waves his arm back at the three of you and says, you, you have been touched. And then unlike before when it was just Larkin and not that you would necessarily know it amongst you, but all
3: three of you here, so to speak within your heads, but not audibly We have been
0: touched as well.
3: We seek those who have not been
5: touched.
0: So above the table, uh, you know, CB knows that he's mutated and, you know, knows that other people in the Ark have a mutation. Are there people in the Ark who aren't mutated without a mutation? Just the Elder. the Elder, yeah. Yeah, the
1: Elder is the only non... Okay. Is the only one who's never exhibited any type of mutation.
0: And so CB's going to... CB's going to look at Snoop and then kind of look back at these folks appraisingly as like, what, why do you seek those who have not been touched?
3: Um. And with that, a third member of the group reaches into his robes and pulls out (laughs) Snoop's uh, starting to snarl
1: (laughs) actually actually two of them step forward one of them holds out uh, what appears to be uh, two I'll I'll call it medium-sized water skins in, in one hand. And in the other hand, the same figure holds out
3: a knapsack and shakes it and says, we have water and we have grub. We offer this in exchange for those who have not been touched.
0: Yeah, I'm going to ask again, in exchange, are you expecting that they're going to come with you?
1: Yes, they must come with us.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, there's nobody that's not been touched here, but, uh, you know, I've heard that uh, in that direction, and he's going to point to the north, that there may be some who have not been touched. And... uh, the,
1: the, uh, I forget how many figures I'm on now, but this is like number four. Mm-hmm. So you got the, You've got the first guy who was talking. You got the second one who I think was talking, and the third one was holding up the water and the food. And then and the,
0: he's going to point in the direction where uh, who's your NPC stalker guy? Yassan. Yassan. Uh, he's going to point in the direction where Yassan claims to have found like other people. Mm-hmm. So that you know, like you know, there's some plausible thread that he's not lying.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Um can, And can we uh can I do okay. a sense emotion roll at this point? Sense emotion. Do we have a sense emotion? Yes, that's an
3: empathy yeah. skill.
4: Sure. If I want if I want to know an NPC's
3: mood or intent toward us. Okay. That toward you. <laughs> Oof. <Where's> it. <laughs> Push it. You
0: don't need that empathy. Hooray! There you go.
3: Yoo-hoo.
0: You got one. All right. Uh, you, you put points and sense emotion. Nice, nice. You're you're a uh, you're an enforcer with a heart. <laughs> yeah, appreciate. I'm not
4: saying I'm not redeemable. I may
0: hate everybody. Yeah, problems.
4: yeah, yeah. That's that's you know it could be a redemption story. <laughs> I like it. So it says so the success the GM must reveal the NPC's most powerful emotion at this point in time: hate, fear, contempt, love, etc. So I don't I don't know if that m- makes any difference for us, but figured we might
1: as well. Yeah, try.
2: yeah,
4: um, yeah. I, I just
1: just pulling up to read it. Um, let's see most powerful emotion. Um, hmm.
4: Maybe they're emotionless.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm actually, I'm trying to think of a... uh, You don't sense anything. Like, uh, I'll call call it complete neutrality. Yeah, okay. And that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're... You don't sense threat. Are they beings of pure energy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Is that a... No, it's just a a Star Trek, the original series. Oh, Oh, the first... Okay. Okay, you know I was going to say Star Trek. Um,
3: All right, Uh, so they uh, they go goodbye, and they basically turn as almost in unison and walk off into the darkness.
0: Okay, Uh, I would say C.B. and Snoop are probably fairly happy with this outcome. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> because, you know, I yeah. mean, we're, you know, I'm not going to give up the, the elder. hmm. Right. That's just not going to happen. And, you know, they're leaving peaceably. So we're going to keep an eye on them for sure, though.
1: Okay. Well, the next morning, the arc is abuzz. Word has gotten out about
5: these. We were visited. We were visited. Were they threatening? Who were they? Who were they? And uh, let's say that uh,
1: Bovel. Yes? I I need a name of another one of your colleagues, one of your gearhead colleagues that uh, that you're, you know, that you're, whether you're friends or not, you're at least you at least work together.
3: Give me a a name. What's it? Ed. T E D, T E D, yes. All right.
1: Ted, Ted, you're, you know, you're working on a journal or something, and you're actually maybe you're working I'm on, working on
6: some brass knuckles.
1: <laughs> you're working on brass knuckles, yeah, and you you kind of, I don't know, hide hide your things uh, so so Ted doesn't
3: see what you're working on. Pavel, um, Pavel, you're not gonna believe it. What? I just heard, I just heard, Grout, Grout, Grout and his guys, hey, they captured one of those people last night. They're holding them. Okay. And we'll stop right there. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, who is
4: Grout? Is that, is that our Fade to Black?
1: Yeah, black that's our Fade Sun. to Black.
4: Black Sun Clan guy.
1: Yeah. Ah, he, okay. He's the one you're making the, the brass covers oh, right. for. Yeah. He's the, he's the boss of yeah. He's the boss. So he's word is, who knows if it's true, is that he's captured one of those robed of figures. Okay. All right. So a couple more things that, uh, and we'll wrap up. Um, XP. So develop your mutant. Um, let's see. Experience. Did you participate in the session?
3: Yes. yes, you did.
1: Yes, yeah. we did. I, okay. I think I did. Did you perform a day's work for a project? Yes, you did. Yeah. Did you explore a new sector in the zone? Yeah. You did not. Yeah. Did you sacrifice or risk something for your PC or buddy? I guess I haven't done it much with buddies yet, but it's okay. Nope. Yeah, no uh, Did you sacrifice for an NPC? Did you sacrifice uh, with somebody or mess with somebody you hate? Did you sacrifice or risk something to reach your big dream? Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. give you guys the most opportunities to do that. So apologies for that. Um, let's call it. I'll give you three because you guys we right. did spend a lot of time fleshing out your roles and the way they work within the zone. And I, I did. I did want to do that. So I appreciate that. So three cool. XP each. Unfortunately, times are tough at the arc, and the food. And the safety
3: at the arc just aren't quite what they need to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And unfortunately, a certain number of arc members have passed away. Who would like to roll a d6 to
1: let us know how many? We'll make Pete do it, because he rolled low before. He'll roll high. Yeah, I'll so. do it. <laughs> I'm
4: going to double, uh, double yeah. do it. All right, d6 there, right, uh, Pete. One d6.
1: Three, there you go three. Not bad. Uh, any particularly interesting way that uh, anybody
0: died
4: yeah i was going to say um, because when he was talk- when you talked about one of the mutants was <laughs> uh, had wings and could fly mm-hmm. so for some reason i in my head named that person tinkerbell
0: <laughs> tinkerbell <laughs> okay
4: so uh, i'm going to say that uh, tinkerbell unfortunately was drawn to a flame and she uh, didn't have the so
0: strength to, it. to
4: get out of it. Mm-hmm. And and burn to death thinking that it was gonna be food.
3: Oh, poor Tinkerbell. Alas, poor Tinkerbell. Yes. Alright. So that takes the ARC population down to exactly two hundred. Oof. All right. Good stuff. Hey right, guys, there you have it. Uh mm-hmm. huh. No, it's fun. I like it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: thanks for uh, playing along, and uh, we'll. uh, We have a
0: schedule, right? uh,
1: Yeah, so we're we're up on in two weeks, but I know that's uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, I'm so good. Maybe I'll I'll ping the ping the uh, rocket or whatever with the Discord Slack Rocket Slack through Slack Rocket, (laughs) yeah, Slack Rocket, Um, and just just check in with everybody. Uh, I think I'm available.
0: yeah, I think uh, I will right be. now I look good. What yeah, kind of I'm going? I'm not going anywhere. I'll be uh I'll be in a sling for my shoulder surgery, so I'm not going anywhere. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, a uh, good chance we'll
1: get into the zone next session. Beautiful.
0: So